Love. Welcome to the e-commerce marketing society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e-commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Hello, welcome to episode number 24. Now, this week, I'm going to talk to you about something that you have heard a million gazillion times before, and that is social media and why you need it as part of your marketing strategy and your sales funnel. Now, I know you're probably so sick of hearing about what to do and what not to do, so I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach. I'm going to talk to you about the barriers that you probably have around social media and try to break some of them down. I'm going to give you a little bit of a pep talk, cheer you on, give you a kick up the butt so you can start making more engaging content, making more sales and building a stronger relationship with your customer. So let's get stuck in. First of all, I want to chat to you about where social media sits in the sales funnel and the important role that it takes. So at the very top of the funnel, we've got the awareness and interest stage. That's when people have stumbled across your brand and they've just discovered you. Or they might maybe start starting to realize that they've got a problem that, you know, say, for example, they need some maternity wear or they need leak-proof lunchbox for their child. And that's when they're going to turn to social media and start having a little nosy around trying to find brands that meet their needs. So right at the top of the funnel is where they'll be discovering you. They'll come across your brand. They may give you a follow and they may like a few of your posts. They're starting to build their interest. And then we move into engage. So this is where, you know, the the physical engagement happens. They're commenting, they're watching your videos. They may even DM you, which is really great. They may share your content, which is even better. They may start to think about you as the solution to that problem, that scratch that they want to itch, or they may just be so inspired by the content and your product and wowed by the reviews that they want to just buy your product because they've got a passion for it or it's ignited some desire. So this is all around the consider stage, which we're getting closer to the bottom of the sales funnel. So consider stages where they're thinking, yeah, I kind of like this person. I can see why their product is good. I'm starting to trust them. This is where they're going deeper into your social media content. They're looking at stories. They're watching your reels. They're having a chuckle. They're answering polls and they're deciding in their brain, do I like this person? Can I trust them? Is my money safe with them? And if you can answer those questions, build that trust, this is where they're right at the bottom of the sales funnel and they're going to buy. They're thinking, yep, let's do this. I I trust this brand. I want their product. I'm making a purchase. And after that buying buying point of, of the funnel, that's where we want to turn them into repeat buyers. So staying top of their feed, this is where social media comes into play again. 
you know, they're recommending your brand to people, to their friends. They're tagging their friends in their in your content. They're sharing your content and they're cheering you on. You know, those people that are always showing up in your DMs or they're always liking and commenting on every post. They're people that have been with you for a while. They're at the bottom of the sales funnel. They've purchased from you and they're repeat buyers and they're brand loyalists. That's the segment that we want to grow. And hopefully that shows you the path as to which your customers discover you, grow interest, start to engage with you, start to consider to buy from you, buy from you and repeat buy from you. And social media plays a role in that whole sales process. So it's important. And it's also important because it is something that you can manage quite easily. And I say easily um, yourself. You can manage it yourself once you have a plan in place, once you know what to focus on, the types of content that you should be looking at and you know how frequently you post and where you show up. So things like daily stories, weekly reels, daily polls and questions, sharing good quality content to your newsfeed at least three to four or five times a week, making sure that video is on there too. So the next question is, what the heck do I post? And that's where some of those mental barriers start coming into play. The things that we put in our mind to stop us from actually doing the work, getting in front of our audience, you know, trying something different, learning a new skill in Canva, you know, putting a more promotional piece of content out there, getting our face on stories, trying a reel, all those things that we know we need to do, but we don't with social media, breaking down those barriers. And that's what I'm going to talk about next. Hey guys, Lisa here, interrupting the podcast to ask you, are you feeling overwhelmed? Because that's normal. But you know what is the problem? Staying there. The key to e-commerce success is knowing what to focus on, when and how to do it. But I see so many women struggle with this and waste their time, money and energy stuck doing the wrong things in the wrong order, which leads to complete overwhelm and you start losing momentum. I want you to join Ecom Grow Strong. I will give you my step-by-step strategy and implementation so you can grow your online store organically without paying for ads and without losing your mind in the process. The quickest path to burnout in any business is trying to do too much and working too hard. And I know you're already working too hard and I don't want you to be stuck in that vicious cycle of committing random acts of marketing, going round and round in circles and starting to lose faith in what you've worked so hard to build. You've come too far. Don't give up now. I've got you. Go to my website, lisaburn.com.au and put your name on the wait list for Ecom Grow Strong. I'm opening the doors to it very soon in July and the course will start at the start of August. You've got me in your back pocket for 10 weeks along with a bunch of other talented, amazing women walking the exact same path that you are. I'm going to support you and guide you step by step on the essential e-commerce marketing strategies. So head to my website, lisaburn.com.au and add your name to the wait list and I'll be emailing you very soon. Okay, so social selling. 
That's right. We're selling. That's what we're in the business to do here with our e-commerce business. We want to sell. So we need to break down those feelings about, you know, that we're being too salesy or we feel icky about promoting our products, where really that is what is going to help our audience. It's going to connect them to the solution that you're providing to their problem. It's going to help you sell your product. So why overthink it? Why stop yourself from doing this? We need to start taking action. So let's break down some of those barriers. There's a whole bunch of fear, imposter syndrome. We're overthinking and we're procrastinating. That's the number one thing. And the solution is really just to get out of your own head and get out of your own way. Here's the thing. People want to hear your story. They want to learn more about your products. They want to hear about your business, what's new, what's different, how you do it. Why else would they have hit follow or like? Why else would they be watching you? Because they want to hear what you have to say. If you're feeling fearful or really resentful around social media or you completely just can't get yourself to do it, it's why don't you try journaling about it? Journaling helps release whatever it is that deep sort of buried fear that you have about something. It helps you release it and just to sort of, you know, unblock it, get it out of the way. And if you truly can't get around that block, then it's time to outsource it because if you have an e-commerce business, I would say eight times out of the 10, out of 10, your audience is on Instagram and Facebook. So you need to have some form of presence there. So if you can't do it yourself, then yes, you do need to pay someone with the skills and with the time and with the ability to do it for you. The other barrier is not having any process, no no planning, no process to creating or posting. So you're kind of making it up as you go along. And the solution here is to set your bare minimum, because if you constantly feel like you're not doing enough, you'll constantly feel like you're failing. And that's not a good headspace to be in and, that, and it's not productive either. So if your bare minimum is, let's say, posting two times to three times a week, and that's going to be achievable for you, do that. Because once you do that, you're going to feel great about it. You're going to feel productive that you've done it. And you can slowly increase from there. If your bare minimum is to show up once a week or once a day on stories, which is what I would prefer, then do that. Okay. You need to book in an hour each week to do at least one week of social media content. If you're not doing it on the fly, like if you can't make it happen in the, on the fly, then you need to batch create it and do at least one week at a time. You need to find a flow that works for you and use a scheduling tool. So I use later in the past, I've used Planoly, which is great. And I've also used Sked, which is, I believe it's still an Australian owned business and they've got one or two features that the other ones don't, but it's more expensive. And you need to stick to a process for at least a month. I hear so often that people say, well, yeah, I tried that, but, or yeah, I gave it a go, but you know, I found like I, I just didn't stick to it. Well, the problem is you've got to stick to it. You know, you either get someone else to do it and yes, that's going to cost you money. So I'm going to, going to give you some tough love here now. You either get someone else to do it or you do it yourself. What other solution is there that you don't do it and you'll have to find another way to attract your customers? So the harsh reality is for an e-commerce business is, yeah, there's a hell of a lot of work to be done and it's either up to you, up to someone you're going to hire or someone you're going to outsource to. So you need to do, get some discipline with our social media. Okay. So another barrier is 
unsure of what your audience wants. And there's a really, really simple solution to this. And this is very, very common. I, the things I hear is, I don't know what to post. I don't think my audience is interested in what I have to say. I feel like I'm saying the same thing over. I'm not getting any likes. And this all comes down to not knowing exactly what is going to do spark interest and spark engagement. And that's coming back to the things that I talked at the start. What interests your audience? And there's a really easy way to figure that out. Go to your insights. So on Instagram and Facebook, you have fantastic insights at your fingertips. Go and get curious and have a little tap around and see what content has performed best in the past, let's say 30 days or 90 days or even six months. So you can look at things like what got the most saves or shares, comments, website taps, reach, and this helps you determine what is making your audience stop and lean in and be interested. And for an e-commerce business, the most important thing is profile visits and website taps, because at the end of the day, we need to get them to your website to get them closer to making that purchase. So you want to tap into your insights, literally, and get curious, ask questions from your audience, test things out and have fun because it should be fun. When things are fun, they become easier. And the last barrier that I see, and this is a this is a favorite little topic of mine, and you would have picked up on it if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, it is fear of showing your face. And what's the solution here? I wish I had a, a better solution than this. It's just do it. Rip that bandaid off. You can do it. You've done scarier things and bigger things than getting your face in front of your audience who are following you. They're following you because they like you and they want to know more about you. So you are the most effective marketing tool you have. You know, your story, your knowledge of the struggle that your customers are going through because you're an authority in it. So you need to show up and and be that authority, build that trust. And if you can't do it in stories, just try posting a photo of you, of your family, of you and your dog, you and your kids, whatever it is on your newsfeed as well. So baby steps here. And again, if you do still fear showing up, try and figure out and be gentle with yourself, but try and figure out and understand and appreciate why that might be and break down those barriers. And like I mentioned before, journaling is a fantastic way to do that. And I did that when I first started my business three or four years ago. I worked with a wonderful business coach, Sonia Statman, and she actually, I'm going to get her on the podcast soon. She was fantastic around helping me understand what my blocks were because I wasn't putting myself on LinkedIn. I wasn't really getting myself out there. I was holding myself back. And it all had to do with, you know, past trauma, I guess you could say, of working in the corporate world and, and leaving the corporate world on under stressful situations. I left on stress leave when I was pregnant with my first baby because I couldn't cope with the pressure of the corporate world and being pregnant at the same time. It was just awful. And I left on stress leave. And that made me have a whole bunch of like, I guess, scar tissue that you hold on to. When I started my business, like, what will everybody else think? You know, why they'll be thinking, what is she doing starting a business when she spent 16 years in corporate in these positions? Like, what is she doing? And journaling really helped me release that. I still remember the the moment when I was sitting on the ferry going from where I live in on the Central Coast over to Sydney 
and I was writing in my journal and it was just like this sort of lightning bolt realization that nobody gives two hoots about what I'm doing. Nobody's looking at me. And the energy that I'm giving to those people is actually stopping me from succeeding. So yes, I'm going to put myself out there. Yes, this is my story. This is my face. And I'm proud of what I'm doing and how I've got here. And yeah, I've never looked back from that moment. And I'll be always grateful for the teaching from Sonia to help me just put pen to paper and journal what is holding me back on those barriers, the mindset barriers. And as soon as you kind of like disintegrate them, a whole world of opportunity and new way of thinking and doing things opens up to you. So we've kind of gone on a little bit of a tangent here. I've thrown in a a, um, personal story to make things interesting. And and I guess, yeah, this is the reality of it. You know, we do have these things that are holding us back and mindset, which is one of those words that you do hear coaches and consultants and professional people like me, whatever, throw around a lot of the time and how, you know, mindset is holding you back. And I agree. It's one of those things, you know, time, sure, money, sure. But really it's, we can make it work and it's all down to shifting those things that playing in our mind and the old stories we're telling ourselves and making way for new stories and yeah, testing things out and you can do it. I've got you. If you are stuck, send me a DM. I'm always DMing my clients and my students, probably not good for, you know, downtime after the kids are asleep, but send me a DM if you're stuck with social media and I'll give you a few tips or I'll I'll give you a voice message and cheer you on because that's what I love doing. I love seeing women step into their power and step into their confidence and tell their story and connect with their audience and all that creates more sales. So, That is the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a really good time chatting with you. It's nice just to be myself and have a little ramble every now and then. So yeah, I hope you're well and reach out. And also, if you want extra, extra coaching from me and support from me, you know you can join Ecom Grow Strong, which is opening up like probably in the next one or two to two weeks. And we're going to kick off in July slash August. And that's 10 weeks with me cheering you on, not only cheering you on, but teaching you things, giving you frameworks, helping you make take action, breaking down sophisticated strategies into really simple, doable, practical ways to, to work moving forward. And there's a whole module on social media. There's a whole module on email marketing, planning, data and insights, video marketing, creating a launch campaign. Gosh, there is so many good things in there. It is a whopper. Anyway, I will let you go. Have a wonderful day and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Today's episode was brought to you by my new e-commerce marketing course for women called Ecom Grow Strong. Head to my website at lisaburn.com.au to learn more and add your name to the waitlist for round two, which is starting in August. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And I would love you to leave me a rating and review. Thanks so much and see you next week. Mm -hmm.